0: Another episode of All Twenty Two uh, here, with Fred Curtis, along with Kelly Dulce. um and uh, we just gonna go ahead and dive into it, man. We're previewing the AFC West today. Ahead of, uh, we're actually recording this uh, Thursday, September 10th, so we're gonna get this out uh, before kickoff. That way, nobody try to try to come at us like, "Oh, you picked the Chiefs or Texans or whatever." Like, no, nah, this is this is pre-kickoff. Um, uh, so we're making our way through each division. I uh, made, made our way through quite a few of them. Uh, AFC West today and then uh, you can expect the rest of them uh, Saturday as well as uh, what we're going to be doing each week is reviewing previous week's games um, and then giving some previews for uh, for the next week's game. So we might always kind of miss the Thursday night game that just kind of is, you know, it just is what it is and uh, things shouldn't exist. But anyway, um, so this coming Saturday, you know, afternoon, early evening, you can expect a, a big, uh, big blowout when we talk about. Uh, preview in each game and then also uh, if I were a betting man um, uh, I I would bet but uh, since I'm not uh, we will offer some uh, just some over-unders on lines and whatnot for those of you uh, who are so uh, let's just dive right in man I'm talking about Las Vegas Raiders first Las Vegas is gonna take a while for me to get used to yeah Um,
1: like I want to I want to hit I haven't been to Vegas before but Oh, I definitely nice. want to go to that uh stadium. Man. Yo, that
0: thing is I drove by it when I was there like a year ago. It's just like a big old spaceship, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's wild.
1: No, I'm, I'm a Star Wars guy, so that's what it reminds me of.
0: Oh, I didn't know you was a Star Wars guy. We got that's a different conversation. We gotta wrap up. I'm a this. late bloomer
1: though, man. I'm a late bloomer.
0: <laughs> I mean I the the later ones are the best ones.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm I'm literally I think, what, two years ago? I just literally sat down and watched all of them. Oh, wow. And then I've kind of caught up as they've come out. Um, You know, people won't agree with the, you know, the earlier ones. I mean, obviously, they don't got the graphics and the, you know, the CGI is the newer ones. But Right. Uh, you know, some of them are better. Still. I need
0: to <laughs> check out the earlier ones in full. Um, you,
1: got, you got to, man. The first one is still just. It's a nostalgia factor, it just sets the tone. Man.
0: Gotta be hard to watch. When that came nineteen seventy seven?
1: Is it's really not that bad.
0: Okay. And okay.
1: I it, believe it, it. it. Well, it's not as I think my expectations were real low.
0: Oh, okay. Because as far of
1: the- as how it would look. Gotcha. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. So that was impressive what they did in seventy six, seventy seven. Yeah. I see why it just
0: you know. I think it was cutting edge when it came out. Like people yeah. were like, Oh, have you seen the 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 new Star Wars with the features?
1: Exactly. <laughs> if you're not a sci-fi person anyway, you won't like it anyway. So Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like a little bit of sci-fi. I think one of these days actually, I'm actually going back to what I used to do, which is taking the last two and a half weeks off of December anyway. I used to take the whole month. I don't got that luxury this year. Um, so I'm just gonna do like some big blowouts, like, like over a couple yeah. of days. Star Wars. Y'all gonna y'all gonna think I'm weird? I'm gonna binge Harry Potter again. Like I'm going I'm going straight into man, nostalgia. Seeing out all of them. Oh man, them things get at towards the end, bro. Yeah. Them things I've seen is just like them, suspense. I've
1: seen the first two, literally. Oh, it gets better.
0: Those are like those were for kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the series aged with its audience, if that makes sense.
1: That's good though. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then them last few was just like dark suspense. I was like, This is this is where it's at. Um yeah. I was About to spoil it, I'm like, y'all done had a decade, but no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Raiders, um, John Gruden's still the head coach, he's the GOAT 10 years, 10 million dollars. Think of seven years left on that deal of 70 million. He ain't going nowhere no time he's soon.
1: The, he is the um, he's the Kirk Cousins of coaches,
0: money heist, bro, <laughs> money heist coach. That's what we're gonna call John Gruden from now on
1: because I don't believe they will ever win a Super Bowl. Well, I don't want to say ever. I mean, it's it's, it's too early to, yeah, it's too early to say never, but no time soon.
0: Well, that's true because, and it's like, you never know, know, one. And then two is kind of what we're about to talk about. This roster is not bad. And to that end, uh, I'm also dropping the 2021 uh, first round mock draft uh, in advance of Sunday. And I'm hiding the ball a little bit. But I actually have them taking a quarterback in the first round, um, which is right now uh, Trey Lance. So, that's all they're really missing, I think. Uh, key free agents slash trades they brought in Corey Littleton, Marcus Mariota, who I think is probably going to end up starting before the end of this year, who I think might do like a reverse Ryan Tannehill. He, he might be their answer at quarterback. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, Carl Nassib uh, comes over, along with some others, Demarius Randall, Prince Kamara. Uh, they lost some, some, some bottom depth chart guys, I think, with the exception of Carl Joseph. He's in Cleveland now. Uh, I'm actually a, a fan of his. Um, and then some others. Seven and nine last year. Uh, this team was actually really good. They drafted Henry Ruggs and Damon Arnett uh, in, in, at 12 and 19, respectively. I like Lynn Bowden. They took him 80 overall, then Brian Edwards at 81 overall. I think they've got Bowden listed as a running back. Um, this team you know says,
1: system- what? What's up? They, <laughs> um, they traded him. Traded who? Bowden. <laughs> when? They traded him this week.
0: Oh, man. See? <laughs>
1: was crazy, you, trade, you draft a guy who was a wide receiver slash quarterback because Kentucky quarterback, I don't know who the starter was, but he went down. Yeah. Um, so they they struggle they late in the season because obviously he's a receiver playing quarterback. Um, so you can't rebuild an offense in this. But he did what he had to do. But they draft him as a receiver, but they list him as a running back. So you list him, you change his position. And then you're like, uh, we don't like that, we don't want so you. they got rid of him. He's in Miami now. <laughs> He's in Miami as a receiver. I'm like, you drafted him in the third round, literally in the third round.
0: That's a high pick to, tray. yeah, to to give up on at this early of a juncture. Uh yeah. and, and and you and, get a
1: fourth rounder back. So it's like,
0: what what was the point of that? Anyway, um, <laughs> I,
1: I don't understand. <laughs>
0: Uh, the the roster is not is not bad. I think the biggest thing here is, and we'll say this over and over again, but it's it's Derek Carr. Twenty sixteen, they were twelve and four. The bottom just kind of fell out since then. the 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 thing is, John Gruden has made it pretty clear that he doesn't think Derek Carr is his quarterback and a guy that can win them a Super Bowl. However, this is year three with him as the starter. Like yeah. at some point. You're going to keep dating this woman and you clearly don't like her like that. Yep. You won't put a ring on it and you keep publicly saying you won't put a ring on it. And yet y'all still living together. I don't, I, I don't understand where they're going to make the change here. And, and I think that's really what you can focus on on this team because if they had better quarterback play, this is a, this is a Super play, okay. Bowl potential roster. Um, Especially, I think with some of the jumps and that, like guys like Cleveland Farrell might make, um, I don't really like their secondary, but their their front seven is decent. Um, and then they got, I think they got some solid offensive weapons. Josh Jacobs had a very good rookie year. Um, I like Henry Ruggs as a deep threat. Now they already had, you know, Tyrone Williams, who, who's a little bit of a downfield threat, but they got him, Hunter Renfro, underrated. I think he's going to be a third down. Uh, first down conversion machine he was at Clemson for like 19 years nobody can tell me otherwise um and the offensive line is pretty good with the exception of Colton Miller I think on the left side maybe he'll get better this year Incognito's old but him Hudson Jackson the interior offensive line is pretty good they got some solid weapons it all comes down to Derek Carlo
1: yep so I think um you mentioned it's the third year of them dating, <laughs> but I think it's the last year. Um, so it's yeah. one of two things going to happen. He's going to be solid. He's not going to be great. He's going to be solid all season, and they're just going to be like, you know what? We're going to move into another direction. Uh, I'm not sure what the contract details are, but I think this year is less on the cap. Um, or he's going to struggle early. Mariota's going to step in. They're kind of going to – be able to do more things. Mariota won't necessarily be a better passer, but you're going to be able to open up the offense a little yeah. bit more. And they're probably going to win some games that they shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think this is the last year of Derek Carr in, um, well, in Vegas now. But, you, you know, to say that, I mean, it, <laughs> if and this is the thing. If this is the, If this is the third year and he struggles in the third year under John Gruden, what does that say about John Gruden and his coaching staff? Yeah. Because you can't blame it on this is a new regime. You're coming in and you didn't draft the guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've had the guy for three years now. Well, this is about to be his third year. So if you can't yep. make him better, then – It's on you. That's on you. The first year, okay. Second year, it yeah, may get a pass. Third year, bro, that's on the coaching staff. Yep. If he doesn't get any better – but I think, you know, if he can, I don't think he'll ever be what 2016 Derrick Carr. I mean, will he – can he throw for what – 20? if he limits the turnovers, he's like, what, 26, 27 touchdowns, 20 receptions. <clears> they <throat> have a shot because Josh Jacobs is going to get the ball. Yeah. And the defense should be, you know, okay, middle of the pack. Um, especially if Farrell takes that leap, that pass rush is pretty good. Um, you still – the problem is, is the division – yeah. You no, know, the problem is you got KC. You're probably not gonna beat them. Tw- you know, I don't think you're gonna beat them home or away. Um, you got LA. You probably, you know, they have a better roster, but you probably split that, and you probably you you have the best chance to beat Denver twice. You know, out of all of those teams in the division. So, yeah, I don't. Um, it's all on Derek Carr as far as how far they go. Because the roster, is not like, you know, it's not a top five roster, but it's a pretty good roster. So all it's going to be on coaching staff, and it's going to be on Derek Carr to see uh, what the Raiders can do, man. I, I actually want them – I don't want them to suck. I don't care if they win a you know, <laughs> playoff game or anything. Yeah. I just don't want the Raiders to suck. <laughs> right. And that has nothing to do with John Gruden, Derek Carr. I don't like anybody on that team, really. <laughs> but I just – that's one of those teams where it's like – no, they they
0: need to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I I like I think football is just better when certain teams are good, and the Raiders are one of them. And exactly. because it's been so long since they've been good, I'm like, all right, I want this to bounce back. I, I'm a little more bullish, <clears throat> excuse me, on on their long term outlook because I do see Gruden and Mayock pulling pulling a Kansas City uh, this draft. Like yeah. you said, I think this is Derek Carr's last year. Same thing, I won't regurgitate it. Mariota's going to step in, I think, about halfway, open up the offense and play a little bit better. But they're going to make a huge move in this draft for a quarterback. And I misspoke. I got them taking Jamie Newman um, in the teens. It's a quarterback-rich draft. I think it's a quarterback rich draft with guys who have a baseline that if you put a good roster around them, you can, you can, you can coach your way to a Super Bowl. You got Trey Lance at North Dakota state, obviously, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Jamie Newman. Um, I might be in the minority on this, but I think Brock Purdy is going to end up being a first round pick. Uh, you got a lot of, I think really talented guys uh, who are going to, who are coming out and going to uh, be draft eligible this year. So I think, on the flip side of that, the defense was middle of the pack, not very good last year. I think they struggled, particularly on in early down situations. But I, I call me naive. I think Cleveland Farrell is going to make a significant jump in his sophomore campaign. Um,
1: he better, they took him <laughs> over some guys.
0: They took him over some guy. I was shocked when they took him. I was <laughs> like, Ugh. Um, so he, he needs to have a big year. And granted, I think he will. I actually loved Damon Arnett at nineteen. Yeah, I think he fell, you know, obviously for some for some character related reasons. Um, but if you watch the tape, I mean, everybody's talking about Sean Wade being a top five pick this coming year.
1: Oh, he was the uh, he was the nickel, exactly. He was uh, the third corner. Yeah, and,
0: uh, and, and, and
1: and you're not you're not at Ohio State. You're not at Ohio State. Well, you're not. Let's say you're not starting at Ohio State because. Somebody uh, because you're a senior or you're an upperclassman, right? No, he was better than Sean Wade last year. Exactly. It was the reason Sean Wade played nickel.
0: Exactly,
1: <laughs> like they had one of the best secondary, and Ohio State is a DB factory. So, oh yeah, they if you just... come out of Ohio State, your first round pick, you can play.
0: Exactly. No, I agree. Um, so I think I think he's got. Call me crazy, I think he's got elite corner coverage level potential. Uh, he, he graded very high in most coverage metrics uh, at Ohio State last year. He did because of some character reasons, but they had LaMarcus Joyner for depth. Um, and then up front, we mentioned Cleveland Farrell, who needs to make a huge jump, right? I mean, uh, their defensive improvement, honestly, rests a lot on Cleveland Farrell because then that is what is going to be designed and meant to help open up uh, some room for Carl Nassib and Max Crosby up front. Um, but they got a lot of good – uh, between Maurice Hurst, Malik, uh, Malik Collins. Look, this is a pretty – I think it's going to be a formidable pass rush. I think it's going to surprise yeah. a lot of people. This is not a bad team. They're, and they're stuck right in the middle. They're kind of – they're not kind of. They're in quarterback purgatory. Yeah. You got Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. And without, and without a better quarterback, you're 7-9, 8-8, eight eight, maybe 9-7. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and so the biggest thing with them is, like, this is a year to see growth, to see improvement. They've had a lot of first-round picks over the last few years. You need to see some jumps from some of those guys. Um, but they're putting all the chips in, I think, in April. They're trading up for one of those guys. I don't know if they have enough capital to go get Lawrence or Fields, but Trey Lance, Jamie Newman, whoever. Um, this, this is, this is I think, a, a precursor to, all right, chips all in. Let's go try to be Super Bowl contenders.
1: Yeah, and they might. I, I don't um... – Khalil, Mack, trade? do they have an extra 2021 pick? They may have an extra first. I know it, Coop, with Amari Cooper, it was that year's draft. Uh, but they might have an uh, extra 2021 uh, pick, but I'm not sure. So if that's the case, you know, package some picks, man. And it depends on where you fall. If yeah. you're around 10, you're going to get your it's guy. It's going to be easier, yeah. You're around 10, you're going to get your guy. If you're in 19-ish, it's going to be harder. Um, But if you're around 10, you can get your guy, whether that's, you know, I don't think, you know, obviously Lawrence won't be there. I, Fields won't be there. But what I'm hearing, Lance is top 10 as well. Lance, he's, so, he's gone, yeah. You know, you, you got, you know, like you said, Jamie Newman. And he opted out. So that may be. Kind of the best decision for him to fly up draft board. Oh,
0: he's going. He he's going to go top twelve. I think.
1: Yeah, he opted out. He had a pretty good season last year. He was. I I felt like he was going to play really well, especially with uh, top and now at U. Oh, they
0: were going to ball out. They were my yeah. national champion pick if, yeah. if if things were regular. And you know I hate oh. Georgia, but yeah. <laughs> they're the best team in the nation if things had been the way we thought they would be.
1: From what I mean. From what i've seen already he can be a dude <laughs> and then like i think you're you're having less doubters because of you know lamar jackson you know the like his success cam like cam newton's success you're having less doubters uh with the black mobile quarterback mm-hmm. so you're like finally oh, you know this can work oh all, all we have to do is adapt yeah <laughs> so yeah, I think they, they have a shot of it. They're like the 10-12 range, but they're in the teens. It's going to be a little bit harder.
0: Yeah. No, I think so. And, and the closer loop on the Raiders, I think what – and let's give John Gruden – he's pulling all the strings, but I will give Gruden and Mayock some credit in that we, we – I think – definitely I was. I was critical of the Khalil Mack trade at first because uh, I'm just critical of trading the talent you have just to use yeah. picks you get in return to have to take – replacement talent that you don't know is going to be good at the next level. But what they're in a position to do come this draft is they can trade picks. They can give you this year's first, next year's first, and a second, and a third uh, to go get Newman or, or, or fields or, um, you know, Purdy, Lance, whoever. Um, and they're in a position because they built quality debt. And regardless of what we think, I think Mike Mayock's a pretty good draft. A pretty good yeah, draft.
1: Oh, the, I, the, I, Loved him as an analyst.
0: So, oh, he was always the guy.
1: Like, I, I'm like, Kyper. I hated hearing him make shade <laughs> debate. And uh, it was so annoying. But literally, Mayo was always, like, you, you look at his top five. Uh, always on top it. Top five at every position. He was always on point. Always, always on always it. Always on point. And I just knew that the best thing about it, we always say this, good front office, you know. Good GM, good head coach. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be sustainable for mm-hmm. a long time. You might have a few losing seasons because of roster turnover, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be right back there. Like mm-hmm. think, think the Ravens. We, <laughs> Ravens sucked a few years ago, mm-hmm. but bounce back. It, it, it bounced back. You lost yep. some key veterans to to, to, um, to get rid of some salary cap issues. You turned it right around. Now you're a Super Bowl contender again. So with the front office with um, LA. Oh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. <laughs> they Don't keep moving. They Everybody's moving. <laughs> L.A., Oakland, Las <laughs> but the Man, the, the best part is he and May- uh, he and Mayock are on the same page. Yeah. Like, they both came in together. They both were like, all right, we're going to do this together. They're always on the same page. That's half the battle. Yeah. So, if not, if I would give, like, a prediction outlook, I'm thinking between, like, seven and nine wins. Yeah, between like seven and nine wins um, next year. If they get if they get their quarterback, if, even if it's a rookie quarterback, they get they draft a guy this year.
0: Oh, that's scary. With the
1: same roster. Yeah, I think they get better. Yeah, yeah. So if it's one of those guys we just talked about,
0: yeah, I I think and like this is this is you know go go in depth later on like a draft podcast, but um, if if they're able to get a Newman or a Lance or maybe even a Fields in the draft. I like their chances to compete for a Super Bowl for five or six years while that guy is on his rookie contract. Um, and they remind me a lot of uh, San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch. Yeah. As long as you got those two in tandem, you're going to be good. Look, Kyle Shanahan needs to work on not blowing Super Bowls in the fourth quarter. Um, but I, I'm a I'm, I'm huge Kyle Shanahan fan. People like Bill Belichick is the best coach in the league. He might be the best historically in the NFL. Yeah, um, is, but
1: right now.
0: Right now it's Kyle. And, and people will throw stones at me for that. I don't care. Uh, I I think Kyle Shanahan has – I mean, he should have a Super Bowl as a coordinator and he should have a Super Bowl already as a head coach. Um, Now, I get it, right? You could say, well, Bill is better than him because Kyle fumbled both of those rings. I get it. I get it. Um, But weeks one through seven – heck, weeks one through championship game, I want Kyle Shanahan. Give me Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. I feel you. Uh so moving off from the Raiders we'll go to the Broncos um who is all about the quarterback here too. There's a theme here uh in this it's division.
1: In the, the AFC West man is all about the quarterback.
0: It's all about the quarter I really really like the moves Denver made in free agency and the draft. I think uh since Peyton Manning this was the best offseason for John Elway and it's like look he has not had any he right he's what, not no, no,
1: no, what, he he. Tip, honestly, he gets guys there. It's just he sucked at you know getting quarterbacks. Exactly.
0: And, and 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 to be fair, you know if you're a GM, ultimately that's what you're judged on. Can you can you get the right quarterback? Yeah. But I'll give him his credit. And and unfortunately, Von Miller suffered what is very likely a season-ending injury um, on the last pay of practice and training camp. Um, which different conversation. I think we're going to see a lot of freak injuries and just muscle. Uh, injuries and stuff, especially these first couple no weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just – I hope it's not to any star players. But um, this offseason – well, Vic Vangio comes back as head coach. Pat Shermer comes over as offensive coordinator from the Giants. Uh, Ed Donateau is comes back as defensive coordinator. Um, they lost Chris Harris, Jr., big loss to the Chargers. Derek Wolf to the Ravens. Uh, Devontae Booker to the Raiders, Joe Flacco to the Jets. But they brought in two guys I really like. A.J. Boyer, who's not the player he used to be, but is still a very solid corner. Yeah. Um, I love Graham Glasgow coming over from the Lions and free agency. I think that was a, an amazing uh, steal at center, particularly with your young quarterback. Uh, and Jarrell Casey, I don't care what anybody says, single-handedly sent the 410 to Ravens home. Uh, well, no, along with Derrick Henry. Um, but saying the Ravens and the divisional playoff, I love both of those moves. I think this defense is going to be stellar again, even without Von Miller. Um, and I love what they did in the draft. Jerry Judy at fifteen, he's an NFL ready receiver. Uh, I wouldn't surprise. I wouldn't be surprised to see him with eighty catches and twelve hundred yards this year. I love KJ Hamler because it's going to be less pressure on him to like really learn the playbook and the route tree. It's like, hey, bro, go deep and go catch the ball, and he can do that from day one. Um, I love Lloyd Cushenberry. In the in the third round, you can plug him in that center. And maybe move Glasgow over to over to guard or flip flop. I love their off season. It's gonna come down. Melvin Gordon. Um, it's 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 all about Drew Lock. And to Elway's credit, he went chips all in and like, all right, young all right, young blood, show us what you got. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it, at this point, he's he basically he's done everything for. Drew Locke to succeed, yeah. so it's it's not like it's not a it's not a New York Jet situation. You got Sam <laughs> Donald, don't get any weapons. You don't shore up the offensive line. You know at least John Elway is not that incompetent. <laughs> so you 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 give you give your guy weapons, and Drew Lock. You know he was a, he was a good prospect coming out. Um, he has a good arm. We're gonna see if now that you have some weapons if you can get the job done i mean obviously we're not expecting him to win 10 wins next year but we're we're expecting him to take a leap in his numbers because he's going to bar an injury he's going to start 16 games oh yeah he's going to start 16 games and he's he has way more weapons all right on the mm-hmm. offense and defense side of the ball defense is only going to help so i think um yeah i I'm not expecting like a big leap, like four thousand yards and thirty no. uh, something to touchdowns, or anything like that. But he should improve. He should improve um, because he'll have a full season under his belt.
0: Yeah, no, I've got them pegged between between six is the floor. I don't think they're going to be at the flat. Defense is too good, and they have a home field advantage even with no fans, being being at fifty two hundred feet. So. I'm, I'm thinking more seven to nine wins. Now, look if I had to, if I had to pick a team that's going to win ten or eleven games, surprisingly, it would be Denver because if Drew Locke just takes a little bit of a leap, this is, this this can be a ten to twelve win team. I just can't I can't pick them to win those games because I don't know what Drew Locke's sophomore campaign is going to be like. So the seven to nine win projection is him being just a little bit better than he was last season. But if he has a huge sophomore leap with the weapons, with that defense, with the changes they made along the offensive line, it, i like, I'll put you this way. I would not be surprised to see Denver win a division and Kansas City be a wild card. Not because the Chiefs aren't good. One, just because it's hard to repeat. Just, look, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, look, nobody's saying Chiefs aren't going to be good. Nobody's saying they're gonna not going to win the division. We'll get to them in a minute. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Denver be successful and make the playoffs. But I can't predict that just because I, the jury's still out on Drew Locke.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You don't know. And, and that was, I mean, with, with a lot of sophomore quarterbacks. So we didn't know how Lamar Jackson was going to look because
0: yeah. he looked okay yeah.
1: his first year. And he had moments, but you was like, is he going to develop as a passer? You just never mm-hmm. And you see what he did. Um, you got with Patrick Mahomes, his, M- his second season was an MVP season. You know, he yeah. did well his first year, second season. Hey, you throw 50 touchdowns. Yeah. So it's something to say about that second year. You have a full year, full offseason under your belt. You're going into offseason knowing what you didn't do last season and you get more weapons. Mm-hmm. The coaches are familiarized with you and with the entire team. So I think I'm, I'm with you. I don't think you just don't know if they're going to win. But in, realistically, if you were to predict, you would say 7-9 just because you expect Julak yeah. to make a leap. If he makes any type of leap, um, it's going to be more wins, a few more wins. So... I'm thinking that same range, 7 to 9. They they like I don't even know who to put in front of the other as far as, you know, the Raiders or the Broncos. Yeah, it's so she,
0: close. <laughs>
1: it, I think I think they're close, but I'm with you as far as if one of those teams were to win 10, 11, 12 win games, I think it'd be Denver over the Raiders, yeah, oh yeah, just because their roster and they have quarterback and they have the weapons right there.
0: Yeah, look a- after the Chiefs, this is an incredibly bunch division. Um, for and and I think the biggest thing there it is man, and and the reason for that is like, look, you got some good front offices in this division, some good GMs, uh, and, and, but it's just so many quarterback questions. Even with this next team we're gonna talk about too, which is the yep. L.A. Chargers, um, who. Uh, bring, brought in Trey Turner and Brian Bulag on the offensive line. Love, love the Chris Harris addition, one of the best corners in the game. Linval yep. Joseph on the interior. He's not quite what he used to be, but still a dominant player in there. Um, they they lost, you know, Melvin Gordon, Phillip Rivers, obviously big name, Russell Okung, Thomas Davis, but uh, they still bring back a bunch of talent. Uh, Anthony Lynn enters another year as head coach, I think it's his fourth year there. Uh, Shane Styson, who was well, the quarterback coach, is now – offensive coordinator, and then Gus Bradley, who I think is not a very good head coach, but a darn good defensive coordinator, yeah. uh, is back. They they backed up the brink truck for Joey Bosa. Understandably yeah. so. Uh, Derwin James. Was
1: crazy. His little brother is better already.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably a little more racist, too. So, but...
1: Matt, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not pretty sure. He is. But imagine that paycheck. Oh, it man. For two years? Yeah, two Nick going to get paid. Yeah. Nick going to yeah. be making $30 million a year, man.
0: Oh, yeah. It's unfair. It's unfair.
1: Imagine mom and dad. Mom and dad just chilling
0: right now. Bro, they're going to buy an island. Call it Bosa Island. Um, man. You know, just the, gen- <laughs> that's the genetic before, lotto. Man, you know,
1: that's, that's crazy. That's hey, crazy. if
0: you're a defensive, if you're an edge rusher, um, I don't I don't know why you would go anywhere else other than Ohio State. Um,
1: but that's just Man, that's just me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh so I, I'm I'm at the point where and I, I really don't like Ohio State. Oh me neither. I hate Ohio I State. I don't know why, really. It's one of those teams yeah. I like, it's one of those teams you just I think it goes back to Jim Trestle. Like I just hated him with the sweatpants mm-hmm. on the sideline. That's probably it. That's the yeah. first thing that came to mind. And like if you're if you're a, a defender if you're a defender period but i was, I was about to say secondary guy if you're a secondary guy you're an edge rusher go to ohio state yeah like they're going to they're going to develop you and you're going to make a lot of money in the league
0: <laughs> yep period and yeah.
1: you're going to win 10 11 12 games in the big 10 because michigan can't get it together oh michigan
0: <laughs> i wonder when that hardball experiment is going to end um Anyway, Chargers. Um, we Justin Herbert. Have a
1: college football day one day. <laughs> we do,
0: we do, actually, we're gonna get that in, um, which is gonna be interesting what that looks like this year. But yep. um stay tuned for that. All twenty two, we do college and NFL. Uh they took Justin Herbert, sixth overall out of Oregon. I think is a pretty average prospect. Get into a little bit more of that. Kenneth Murray, I think, is gonna be uh, defensive rookie of the year. Uh my bad. Is he? I think yeah, Kenneth Murray. Yeah. I th- I think he's gonna be defensive for a good year. Yeah. Um he
1: was, a, deep- he, man, he was a baller at Oklahoma. I thought I thought Baltimore, I thought ba- he was gonna slip to Baltimore and they were gonna get Queen. That's what I thought. Mm. But they, they chose Murray and Queen fell to Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I mean he's a he's I, a sideline. I, I was sp-
1: okay with either one, honestly.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I like who we ended up with, but um you know, Murray is a sideline, a sideline guy who can tackle, but also he's pretty decent in coverage. Uh, it's gonna be a phenomenal defense. You got Ingram and Bosa coming off the side. You got Linville Joseph up front. We talked about Murray. Durbin James is gonna be out. He's gotta he's he's gotta learn, he's gonna learn how. He's gotta get, you know, stay healthy. Uh we'll we'll talk more about that. But Desmond King, Casey Hayward, one of the best corners in the league. Um, defense is gonna be absurd, uh, gonna be very good. It comes down to quarterback because they got weapons too Keenan Allen one of the best receivers uh it'd be nice if Hunter Henry could could stay on the field uh, along with along with Derwin James um but you got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams who went over the thousand yard plateau last year um two things concern me about them and it's their backfield which is at the quarterback position I think Tyrod Taylor is solid I think you've got a limit to where you can go with him but between Taylor and Herbert I don't know what they're going to get and then they didn't replace Melvin Gordon, even though he was out last year and didn't have as much production. Austin Eckler is great in the passing game, but he's not going to carry. um, He's not going to carry your, your rushing, you know, load. And so that's, that's my concern with them. I think the offense is so much further back than the defense. And I think that's going to really limit them. But I will say, and this is one of the reasons why I go back and forth on what my projections are for the Chargers are, even with all that said. And this is why I go I, – I want them and I'm, I'm thinking – sometimes I look at their schedule and I say, oh, you know, 6 and 10, 7 and 9. Sometimes I look at it and I say 10 and 6 and 11 and 5. Here's why. The defense is going to be good. Yeah, they lost Phillip Rivers, but he's a turnover machine. Um, last year also, they had a negative – minus 17 turnover margin. Uh, that 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 is due for an increase there, especially – with the addition, I think, of Linval Joseph and Kenneth Murray, they're going to be a little bit more ball hawks. If Derwin James is back there, they, were, they would produce a whole lot more turnovers. But they had minus 17 turnover differential last year, and they were 1-4 in games decided by three points or less, 2-9 in games decided by eight points or less. A lot of that was erratic Philip Rivers decision-making. If, if Tyrod Taylor is just solid like he was that year, he took Buffalo to the playoffs, 10 or 11 wins wouldn't surprise me. I just don't know if they're going to rush in
1: Justin Herbert. I don't, I don't think they are. I don't think they are this year. Just because I believe when you – is the thing, because Tyrod – when Tyrod was in Cleveland, all along, they should have just made Baker the starter from the start. Oh, yeah. Number one pick, let him start. So he was dead from the start as far as a starter, you know. As soon as anything went wrong, Baker was going to come in. So Never
0: gave him a chance.
1: Never gave him a chance, really. But in Buffalo, he was the clear starter. He was the clear starter. So when Tyrod is your clear starter, he knows, um, okay, Herbert, he he has to go through a stretch of bad games for Herbert to come in and play, I believe. Because I don't think – if Herbert starts day one, this team wins six games. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> six games. Just Maybe. He's not – I don't think he's ready. He's not like, ready. Tyrod Taylor, you, you talked about a turnover differential. He's not Phillip Rivers. He's not gonna put him. It's it's kind of a blessing and a curse. He's not gonna put them in a situation as far as, you know, he's not gonna make some of the throws Phillip makes or the takes the chances that Phillip makes. Yeah. Which is good in the sense of you won't turn the ball over. Kind of bad where, bro, we need you to cut it loose sometimes. Yeah. But look at look at look at his playmakers. Keenan Allen is, you know, from from seven to twelve. That's his range as far as route running, as far as getting up. Like when his yards per catch average is about twelve yards. Yeah, he's a first down machine. Oh yeah, third down, you know, conversion machine. But he's great at the intermediate routes. Like you said, Hunter Henry. Hopefully he stays healthy. Um, And Mike Will, Mike Williams. And I I hate, man, I hate it for Duran James just because. I hate it too, man. I it. I mean, I've been saying all off season, all pro season was loading. He was about to get yeah. an all pro season. Oh yeah. And that secondary, I I thought they were I think I had them as the third best secondary behind Baltimore and New England. It's good, yeah, bro. Like even <laughs> without Duran James, they're still a top ten secondary. They have some guys, man. Yeah. They're so versatile. Um Melvin, uh, Melvin Ingram <laughs> and Joey Bosa, like dogs. Like the defense, of lo- defense alone are going to keep them in game. So if Tyrod literally just cuts the turnovers in half. We talked about um, – we talked about – well, we have, we're going to talk about Brady in, a, in another <laughs> pod. Jameis threw 30 touchdowns, maybe had 40 interceptions. They cut that in half. They win 13 games last year. <laughs>
0: oh, for sure. Yeah, so Mr. Tyrod, 30 for
1: 30. Yeah, Tyrod cuts those turnovers in half. Man, I can see literally 10, 11, 12 wins. Same, yeah. 10, 11, 12 wins. That, this roster is a top-five roster. When you think about L.A., you're like, okay, what's holding them back? Possibly quarterback. Possibly. Quarterback. But we don't know. If he's solid, 10, 11, 12 wins.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that – and this is why I go back and forth with them is that Phillip Rivers has been – was a turnover machine last year. But they made a lot of explosive plays on offense, so yes. you know I, I try to go back and forth between that. And I think I think they were one of the top, if not the top, explosive passing offense, um, or one top five at least. Uh, and and so obviously, when you're doing that, you're going downfield a lot. You're gonna you're gonna turn the ball over more because you're just spending more time in the pocket and, and sort of whittling, and dealing. You're gonna get more interceptions. They're not gonna be able to do that as much, regardless of who plays quarterback. That being said, then I balance that out. And this is why I was like Jekyll and Hyde in my head with this team, because they've got receiving options at each level. Like you mentioned, Keenan Allen's eight yards per, you know, per, per, per attempt, Austin Eckler 9.2, Mike Williams, 11.1. If Hunter Henry can stay on the field, 8.6. So you've got guys really at each level to where you can distribute the football, regardless of what the defense is doing to you. Can Tyrod, Find those guys, number one, number two, will he stay in the pocket long enough to allow those plays to develop, Mm -hmm. um, I think is the biggest thing, which is the main reason why I don't think you can play Justin Herbert this year, because the offense they need to be able to be a playoff contender. I just don't think he's able to do one because he needs to improve his accuracy a tad bit. Two because he gets happy feet as well, but he doesn't have the mobility I think to get outside. I put it this way: if if Herbert stays with happy feet and jumps outside the pocket, it's a loss of one or two. Yeah. When Tyrod does it, it's no gain or two yards. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. you know this as a coach, that is yeah. a big
1: difference. That's a big difference. Uh, and <laughs> hey, that's that's the biggest second, thing. Second and second and twelve second and 8 7 8 it's a big a huge play difference calling is
0: yeah so I, I think that's the biggest thing with them I, I keep going back and forth and and this is one of those wild card teams look the 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 floor six wins the ceiling it would not shock me to see this team win 11 or 12 games yeah me either. um it's 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 a it's a wide range there and a lot of it depends on one the quarterback playing and two what they ask the quarterback to do regardless of whether it's Tyrod um, or Justin Herbert. So we will see what comes of the Los Angeles Chargers. And by the way, they got to they find a way to get out of Los Angeles. They got no fan base there.
1: Why did they – they should have stayed in San Diego. This is Roger Goddell they, and his greed. They should have just built a new stadium, man. Built a new stadium. They had their fan base. They had their fan base. Huge fan base. What is this two-team – it's like the Clippers and the Lakers. Like
0: Right. Somebody's they, always second fiddle.
1: Somebody – Clippers. I don't care if Clippers win. Clippers go, If they win this year, they win next year again. They're don't never going to be the Lakers. You're still the Clippers, bro. You're still the <laughs> Clippers. They are getting um uh what what what's the owner name? Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer. Yeah, he 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 bought the old Forts uh the, not the the uh, FedEx Forum or whatever that that the, the old oh the Great Western owner. Forum. So he bought that, and they're about to redesign, it and then that's going to be Clippers. It's going to be but wild. Yeah, but. It doesn't matter. You're still the, Clippers. You're still, that's the like, Clippers. you're still gonna be the Chargers. Yep. In LA. Come on, man. That's a Rams, that's a Rams town.
0: The Clippers actually should move to San Diego too. And it's just like and this is why like they
1: used to be in San Diego, right?
0: Yeah. And and you should go back there. Get
1: and a new fan base. Just get a new fan base.
0: And Like, what I I mean, this is if I were a billionaire owner, but this is why i never knock Stan Kroenke. It's just like, look, you can say what you want about the guy. And I'm an Arsenal fan, English football, and he's been a a less than good owner. Um, But with the Rams, he said, look, screw you, I'm going to go ahead and build my own stadium, fund it myself. Um, And he's got the whole Hollywood Park thing as far as this, you know, sports cathedral. But also, just the real estate and the restaurants and all that good stuff, and so it's like all right cool, I'm normally and generally against gentrification, but at least you didn't use tax dollars for this, and like they could have done that in they could have done that in San Diego like imagine building a a huge stadium there that can host Final fours that can you know host whatever else that has a retractable roof indoors whatever i just i don't get it from a anyway this is a different topic, but I don't get it from just a a business standpoint, like the NFL, always wants to soak cities dry for taxpayer money. And it's like, well, well, first that should be illegal. I think we talked about this before. Like, no taxpayer money needs to go to build stadiums anyway. Um, they're gonna have to get out of Los Angeles because they're never gonna have a home field advantage or a fan base.
1: <laughs> leave, leave. hey, the state is not like, like the stadiums already built. It doesn't matter. Just leave. Just leave. Just relocate again. Yeah, or I mean, locate back. <laughs>
0: right, you can always go back to San Diego. You can
1: always go back, build a new stadium, man. You get new ownership, and
0: yeah, things panels just trash. You
1: no, know, when it makes too much sense, it doesn't happen.
0: That's life out I'm here. I'm a
1: firm believer of that.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> as for sure. Far
1: as as far as the economy and politics, if it makes too much sense, we don't. We never. We we never gravitate towards what makes too much right. sense. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, on the flip side, a team with lovely ownership in the Hunt family. Um and an immaculate coaching staff, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh I don't use the word defending Super Bowl champs, not defending anything. They won last year's Super Bowl. Um we can just call them the current champions. Uh they bring back Andy Reid for the eighth year, Eric Bienemy, who should be a head coach, and I will say that to the high heavens over and over again until he is one, but it's fine. He's back to be an offensive coordinator. Steve Spagnola had a pretty he's had, he had a pretty good year last year. Um comes back as defensive coordinator. Um, we know the story. They won a the Super Bowl. Uh, lose Cam Irving, Kendall Fuller, Reggie Ragland, some other folks. Um, no big additions. I guess you can say Mike Rimmers, maybe offensive line depth. Uh, and then Clyde, Clyde edwards, edwards Hilari. Hilari. That's,
1: uh, the that's, right that's
0: the big addition right That's <laughs> the um, uh, big addition. Money Mahomes, we know about. <sighs> I, I mean, the, with them, it's just a matter of one. I, well, it's not a matter of if they're going to make the playoffs and be a contender. As long as you have Pat Mahomes, he's the new Tom Brady, you're going to be a contender. I think for, for me, the biggest question between them and Baltimore is since there's only one bye, who gets the number one seed? Who gets the rest? Because it's still oh, a team that's played on wild card weekend has not made the Super Bowl, I think, in a decade, which we keep over, overlooked. That bye is extremely important. You can, win, you can win two games as a wild card. It's hard to win three games. And yeah. and I think that's gonna be the differentiating factor between those two. Not even home field advantage. Forget that. Who 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 has well now if you uh the number one seed would obviously have home field advantage? I think that's the biggest difference. If they get the number one seed, no one's beating them.
1: Yeah, just I mean, it's it's tough, man. <laughs> those guys, those guys are tough. The the this is the the good part about the good part about NFL and sports in general is the more tape you have, the, you're going to catch up eventually. Not, and this is not saying you're going to, you know, stop Patrick Mahomes. Not saying that, but you're going to be able to, let's, let's just say Baltimore, the last two years they played them. They play them again this year, right? Week three. So they, and, and that's on purpose. Like, obviously, NFL wants to see the two best teams in the AFC go at it and two of the young best uh, quarterbacks go at it. But even if Baltimore loses again, you've seen that team three times. Yeah. You see them again in the Super Bowl or, I'm I'm sorry, the AFC Championship. It's going to be – not saying it's going to be easy. It's a little bit easier just because all of those players have played that same team. Yeah. They're not not running – They're not running different things. You
0: can only change so much scheme-wise. You can
1: only change so much. (laughs) You can just change the players. You change the players, they're not running different things. And that's the, you know, as far as everybody playing the Chiefs, the great part about it is you have, let's just say the uh, teams in the division, you've played them for, I don't know, whatever, how long you've been in the league, twice a year. Mm -hmm. And you're going to play them two times again. So – the more film you get, the more likely you are to probably sneak a game in that you're not supposed to lose. i uh, m- not supposed to win. Yeah, like I can see the Chargers splitting. Yep. You know, I don't think Denver um, with the with the Raiders. I don't think they can split just because I don't think they can split. But I can see the Chargers and Denver possibly splitting both of uh both of their both of their uh, games. So, and then you're gonna find uh, I'm not I don't have the schedule in front of me, but you're going to have another opponent that, you know, this is going to have your number that day. Yep. And like, always I'm thinking, happens. yeah, they went 12 and four last year. I'm thinking around 12 and four this year. They're not going to go undefeated. No. <laughs> They're not going to go undefeated. But 12 and four is always a great season. Yeah. But it's just a matter of how hot they are going into the postseason and if they get that number one seed, like you said.
0: Yeah, no, same thing with me. And we'll talk a whole lot more about this in our complete season preview. So I'll be looking out for that, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it's coming Saturday. Um, the The only reason I don't have them in a Super Bowl, and I'm hiding the ball a little bit here, but we'll talk about it, is because the one deficiency, very clear deficiency on this team, is the offensive line. Uh, Eric Fisher at left tackle is a huge liability. They lost their starting right guard because he opted out because of COVID. Mitchell Schwartz is an okay addition, but the offensive line still is not very good. Now, Patrick Mahomes and those weapons make up for that. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Miko Hardeman. That is ridiculous. However, um, there's only – again, I go back to the one bye. I'm going to keep stressing this because it's incredibly important. Like, for example, if we still had only six playoff teams and two bye's, I probably have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl over the Ravens. So I just rebuilt that. But they, their huge deficiency is offensive line, and they have to play the Chargers and the Broncos twice. And you got to face yeah. Brad Chubb and, 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 that, and that Denver defense, and you got to face Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa and that Chargers defense. And it's not outside the realm of possibility that they can go 12 and four, but lose three games in the division. And that yep. could be part of yep. the difference in the tiebreakers, and now you're having to win three games to get to the Super Bowl instead of two. Mm-hmm. So there are other things, roster not permitting, the greatness of Pat Mahomes not permit. There's a reason why it is so difficult to repeat and win and go to multiple Super Bowls in this league unless you're uh, New England and Tom Brady, and and that is part of it's those little things. And then in addition to your division, they go at Baltimore, they go at Tampa, they go at New Orleans, they go at Buffalo. Uh, Teams that all have quality defenses, maybe not so much New Orleans. New Orleans is a good defense, but they don't have as much pass rushing prowess as those other teams. And so it's not outside the realm that, like, hey, this is a twelve and four, thirteen and three roster, but it's not wild if they go eleven and five and ten and six. Now they it's are not. still a playoff contending team, a Super Bowl yes. contending team. Yes. Um And people are like, oh, well, there's no home field advantage this year. You still got to get on a plane and travel.
1: You still—that's the thing, man. <laughs> I mean, and. and, and um... I saw an article about, you know, the Lakers. They were saying how the bubble. Cry baby. <laughs> they were saying, you know, late at night or whatever. It's kind of the same, which. No, it's not. I kind of get it, but it's not. But <laughs> uh, the travel is the main problem. With yeah. role games. It's not traveling to. Granted, the fans, you know, with momentum and things like that, you know, they, they play a part. But the main problem is the travel. hmm So they still have to travel, and that's still going to play a difference. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. If they, if even if they go ten and six, who cares? They still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have Andy Reid. Yeah, and they still have Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, all of those guys. So you just have to get in the dance.
0: Yeah, get in the dance. I don't care
1: how you get in there.
0: And with them, like, look, yes, a wild card team has not made the Super Bowl in a decade. If anybody's going to do it, it will be them. Like, if they get the seven seed, no one should be shocked to see them win three games on the road and get to the Super Bowl. Oh, so that's not that's not what I'm saying. <clears throat> um, but uh, there there are some things within this roster and the schedule and so on and so forth that bring me a little bit of pause. And it's like, look, you know, me having them as you know, number two in a preseason power ranking or something and, and thinking that they might not get back to the Super Bowl. Doesn't mean they're not insanely good. Doesn't mean Pat Mahomes is not the best player in the league. It just means there are a variety of other factors, I think, that might work against them uh, in trying to get back to the Super Bowl. And all that stuff they been talking about about winning seven rings, I'm like, chill, bro. Like, let's,
1: it's not, let's come it's down. Not like, Tom Brady easy, has six. Man. It's
0: not Nobody that easy.
1: six in 20 years. Six? Thank you. And like, he had, like, a 10-year gap.
0: He's the greatest of all time, and he has six rings in 20 years.
1: Like, it Think was about talk. this. Like, well, Tom, that was real early in your career. Or did you really earn those? Because it was a 10-year gap, legit yep. 10-year gap. Yep. From 04 to 14. Yep. Legit 10 years. And that speaks to, uh, again, how great he is. But, right. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's not going to be that easy. Now, will he win three? Probably. Who won three?
0: I think I'll cap him at three.
1: Just because, like, barring injury, barring injury, he's already an accurate quarterback. He already has a cannon. He's not like a – when you think about long uh, uh, or hard throwers or, you know, passers who can throw the uh, football down the field, he's not Josh Allen. Like, he's he's an accurate passer, (laughs) and he can literally throw the ball 70 yards. On the so, flick. It, exactly. So it's not like he has to change his game. But he's going to be doing this. His his velocity and his, you know, distance of how far he can throw it, that's going to come down a little bit as he ages. But his game doesn't have to change. No. So as long as he doesn't – the problem is going to be if, he's, if he cap straps the team. Yeah. How are they going to manage that? I think they're going to – it's going to – eventually they're going to have like two or three maybe down years just because of the cap situation. For and then sure. they're going to turn it around. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I can see them winning three. Um, I think we both agree they're going to win a division again this year. <laughs> but, I, but I do I, – we did mention I don't, I wouldn't be surprised – like with the Chargers, I wouldn't be surprised they go 0-2 against the Chargers.
0: Yeah, not at all. I
1: wouldn't be surprised they split Denver or split the Raiders. Like, not at all. Just because they're division <laughs> teams. And I wouldn't be surprised they win 10 games only. But as soon as they get into the playoffs, you know, they're going to be off and running. So none of that really matters. They're going to be a postseason team. They're going to be a Super Bowl contending team. They should be in the AFC title game. Yeah. So just hopefully it's a m and bank this year.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, now we're on the same train here, and this is the reason why people are like how many rings you think Pat Mahomes will win. I agree with you, three, maybe four. Um, three but <laughs> three is a lot of rings. I I would say three. I wouldn't even say maybe four. And there are a lot of reasons for that. One, like you said, it's hard to win rings. But the second thing is like we're not. It doesn't take away or diminish Tom Brady's greatness. To clearly point out that what he, he was able to do, what he did, because the AFC East has trash front offices and trash ownership. Yep. Um, and he is in a division with Denver and with Vegas that have great ownership. Uh, and, and now there's some up in the air about what the Broncos are going to do since Pat Bowlen's loss, but, um, the ownership still seems intact for now. Uh, the Raiders are committed to building something stable. Uh, the chargers have awful ownership, but somehow still managed to be competitive in that front office. Uh, like he doesn't play the dolphins jets and bills exactly. six times a year. So they're not going to have a buy at the same level that the Patriots have for 10, 15 years. And that is what's going to prevent you from winning more than three Super Bowls. It's not just, Oh, that he's this magician. Week. That one oh, week one is week. huge. <laughs> that is who that is. If you had to pinpoint something other than Brady and Belichick that has led to them having the what nine Super Bowl appearances, that is it. <laughs> that is it. The division is so awful. They always had a buy. Yep, yep.
1: Uh,
0: and you can't, you can't overstate that. Uh, but all that being said, they're going to win a division this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, gotta, we, we can't just say they're going to win a division and not, you know, talk about everything. Yeah, we got to no. offer
0: a little analysis, you
1: know. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, that, that's the easy thing to do. Obviously, they're going to win a division. They're far beyond the best team, far beyond the best coach, and the most talented roster. Without question. So, they're going to win a division. If they don't, it, well, let's say just for, you know, conversation. If they don't, who's going to win it? <laughs> You know, let's just say Denver. You say Denver.
0: Because if they don't win the division, I think that means Drew Locke had a had a, a good jump.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Man, I, mean, I, I want to love the Chargers so bad. I do too, but I, I wanna I, <laughs> I wanna love and I, I wanted I wanted Rivers to win one too. He's gone, so I think that's part of it. I love Durbin James. I love I love teams with great secondaries. I love that secondary. So, um, DB coach. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I want the Chargers to be good. I hope they are good. And you know, hope Durant. Dur- this is the thing. Durant James hasn't played a full season, full sixteen game season. I don't think. And I'm saying this at 407 <laughs> September 10th, he's going to be the highest paid safety ever in a year from now. <laughs> what? Wow. Oh yeah. Or well, whenever, whenever they decide to extend them.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. I think it would be an incentive laden deal.
1: Yep. your boy Ramsey just broke the bank twenty one million a year. Yeah, well I that's why they're that's eight and eight.
0: That is a money. lot of money. <laughs> they're gonna be eight and eight for a while.
1: Oh I know it. Um, they, I mean, but I, I get it. They had to do. Well, they don't have to do anything, but they had to. They gave up too much not they, to resign. That's them. what I'm saying. They they yeah. had to resign them. Um, but you know, I, I, I can see. You know golf. I can see them them moving on from golf in two years. Oh yeah,
0: as they should. But we'll get more than that NFC West. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, Super Bowl pick. Who you got?
1: Super Bowl. Uh, super the 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 two teams or who I'm picking to win at all.
0: <laughs> two teams.
1: I got. Let uh, me think about NFC. I'll go first. Go ahead.
0: Um. I got uh in the AFC I, I sort of hit the ball I got Ravens beating the Chiefs, um partly because I love the additions of Baltimore made we, we'll we'll talk more about the AFC North Saturday, particularly on defense now Marshall Yonder is a bigger loss than people are talking about so we'll we'll highlight that more then but I think they I think they added enough on defense to offset some of this I got Ravens over Chiefs, in the NFC I got Cowboys over Seahawks man I'm uh I'm a I I love that Dallas roster. And I think Mike McCarthy is that much of, uh, of an improvement over Jason Garrett. So I got the Ravens and Cowboys, and I got Baltimore winning a uh, third ring in franchise history.
1: I think – and we will get to the NFC East. I, 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 I heard something interesting today about, mm-hmm. you know, McCarthy. And I, I never thought about it like this. So, when Denver, uh, not Denver, Green Bay went to the Super Bowl in 09. Green Bay had, let's say, the the best quarterback or top two quarterback in the league that entire time. And what did they do with it? Same coach. Now you go to Dallas. You don't have – you have a lesser quarterback. He's pretty good. All right, you're pretty good. It's all about – it's going to be all about a philosophy in Dallas because you can't continue with the – you know, back and forth. Either you're gonna feed Zeke, or you're gonna give it uh, to that, uh, that. Yeah. So I, I don't think you can mix both. Um, so I, I kind of not. I'm not as high on Dallas. I do think. Um, I still don't think they're better than Philly, man. Because hmm. I, I don't like their secondary. I hate. Actually, I hate their secondary. <laughs> their <laughs> secondary is not very good to me. But we'll we'll get to the analysis. So I'm not huh. really high on, um, on 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 Dallas as you are. I think, and I'm not with Seattle. It's like, hey, you're gonna wake up. They have ten wins, and you're gonna look at the stats and say they don't let him their, loose. Their, their O line sucks. Their O line is How awful. How are they doing this, bro? Russell Wilson. Their secondary is average. <laughs> Linebacker core is good. They lost Clowney. Their pass rush isn't as good. So I'm, I'm going. I'm actually, I'm still high on San Fran. Mm. Um, I I got San Fran and Baltimore in the in a rematch. <laughs> Of 2012.
0: Kyle ain't going to blow another lead in the fourth I quarter.
1: He's gonna, <laughs> I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to be a situation where he blows the lead. I just think Baltimore is a better team than San Francisco. Yeah. Partly because the dynamic of Lamar Jackson. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't bad. As much as people try to say that he's a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback, man. I think he threw, like what, 36 and 10 last year. Yeah. They have probably the best D-line in the league or yeah. one of, Whew. the defense is great. They have weapons on offense. Debo Samuel is coming off an injury. forgot but, about Debo. Yeah, um, but I think, like you said, additions of what Baltimore had on defense. I love Calais When, Cal- I, when yeah. they made that Calais Campbell trade. Big move. Like, thank
0: God. <laughs> they, they win that divisional game with a guy like him. Yes. Because a lot well, of man, that was body language. Went. A lot of that was, you know, here, adjustments on defense. We like,
1: have Brandon Williams in the middle. Yeah. You have Calais Campbell, which is D tackle size, and he's at end. Yeah, all right. He's not going to give you 10, 10 sacks, but he'll probably give you seven or eight. But mm-hmm. he'll stop the stop the run. Get Queen out of LSU to stop the run. But he's more athletic. Um, That's why I'm glad they took him over Murray because I feel like he's a better he's better in pass coverage. Um, even though he's a one year starter, he's going to only get better. That secondary, even without Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas didn't have a great year last year. No, uh, he was average. He was average. Yeah, historically really good safety, but he was really average last year. Um, so I like Elliott, um, his backup, which is now the starter. I still like that secondary. So that's why I got I, I got the Ravens over the Niners in the Super Bowl. If they if they win it this year, and they they need to win it this year, put it like that. Yeah, because he's got to get paid, so. You just Deshaun just got paid, and I think yeah. he's going to get he's going to be in line with that money more than uh um, Patrick Mahomes' money, so he's going to get around 40 a year. Oh, yeah, but yeah, they got to they got to win it now, man. They got to win it this year,
0: yeah, yeah. This year, next year, at the absolute latest, but and and I think you know, two Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf are big veteran additions because I think last year, you you saw it, and I got worried in the second quarter when they fell down, because you could tell for whatever reason, there was no veteran on the sideline really picking those guys up, and they Lance had just... He's that guy. He's that guy, and they had steamrolled everybody since week, what, four? And so they were just shell-shocked, and it's like that wasn't an insurmountable win to overcome, but you could tell from the body language, guys started dropping passes, missed tackles. It was just... Just a variety of things. Anyway, we'll talk more about the Ravens. <laughs> um, it's, it's easy
1: for us to ramble on the Ravens. I know, right? We, yeah, we, we love them. So.
0: Um, but we we both got them winning, and, and I don't I don't think that's biased. So there there are lots of people who got um, the Ravens are one of the favorites winning Super Bowl, along with the Chiefs, along with the Niners, so on and so forth. Um, I got I got them beating the Cowboys in there. Um, kickoff is about four and a half hours away. I think I know the answer to this question: Well, who you got winning tonight, Chiefs Texans.
1: Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, I got the Chiefs. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like a um, Texans going to get out twenty-one zip or anything like that. I think the Chiefs start out hot. I think yeah. they come out the gate. They probably are up by two touchdowns early. Mm-hmm. Sean Watson shows some magic. Uh, I'm not a big predicting score guy, but I'm thinking around thirty-one. You know, thirty-one twenty something like that. They win mm-hmm. by double digits, but you know, they they win comfortably. So yeah, yeah I think it's somewhere around that. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how they use um, Edward Solaire. Me because too. A lot of people have been saying, you know, he's the top fantasy pick. I'm not a fantasy guy anymore. Me but neither. <laughs> Man, I felt that's the worst thing you can do. You literally – you're really excited when players get injured. And excited. Nah, for and, real. Like, yeah. Literally, I'm like, yes, he's injured. It's bad. Man, why am I thinking this? <laughs> I'm not even getting paid. I'm not even in, in a money league and yeah. I just want to win. So, I'm like, I just stopped playing fantasy altogether. My, <laughs> I don't need that evil spirit in me.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. Yeah, I, I passed that joint. I was spending too much time with that joint. Like, so, mm,
1: yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think the Chiefs win by double digits. Yeah, same here. They're just, they're just, the roster is just so much better, man. Coaching you, is so
0: much better. Coaching is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. Roster is so much better. Um, yeah, I don't think it's close. I think the Chiefs win by at least 10. I think the spread right now what is, is uh, it's minus nine. Um
1: Oh well, we're right on. <laughs> we're, we're, I didn't even know the spread.
0: We're we're right on it. Um, yeah, I would I would take I would take the Chiefs to to cover that one. Um,
1: that's a bit, man. Anytime you're, anytime you're an actual double digit, and it, I know nine is a double digit, but pretty much you're a double digit favorite in the NFL game. That's big. That's, that's that's big. Anything more than seven, really? Anything more than seven, man. That's big. Yeah. That means, like, they have no faith. You have no faith in the test.
0: Now, the only thing is, and I haven't heard a lot of news out of either camp, maybe, you know, the Chiefs just won't come out clicking because of the abbreviated offseason and whatnot. I mean, you know, I don't know. Actually, I'm I'm talking myself into taking the under if I was betting on this one, maybe. Now, I still got Kansas City to win, but do I see them, you know, maybe jumping out to a 14-0 lead? Relaxing a little bit, showing yeah, some yeah. some rust, and then yeah, winning, winning
1: by, by Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely possible. Um, yeah, I'll take the under. I just we'll talked myself out of that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's the AFC. No, that's not the AFC. What we just... Yeah, that's the AFC West. The AFC West. AFC West. Um, it's, it's so many, man. It's so many. Of them. So many. We've been going through
1: all <laughs> of them. You know, the, 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 the AFC North and the NFC East are going to be longer because, you know, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. Historically great franchises.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking the good stuff this weekend So y'all make sure y'all look out for that Saturday late evening And we'll drop the rest of our previews um, And then preview this weekend's games as well um, So this is All22 uh, Fred, Curtis, Kelly, Dawsey Y'all enjoy the night, we'll see you again We'll see you, it's a podcast uh, We'll, we'll you'll, hear you
1: you'll hear us. <laughs>
0: Y'all be easy